Hi, this is Judy, and I'm here with my older sister, Nancy. Nancy, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. I am uh, the second of the four children in our family, Judy's older sister by four years. I live in the Bay Area in California with my husband, and we have two uh, grown sons that uh, live in other parts of California. But um, I guess just to tie us to the podcast, our um, lives have been defined. Mine, my husband's, and the two boys have been defined by our summer trip to Flathead Lake and the Cherry Orchard. It's been the thing that we all remember and talk about and brag about to our friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow, that's yeah. a very, um, a very large uh, definition of your mm-hmm. relationship with the cherry orchard. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, as we talk about it today, I think we're going to learn some of the reasons what why that that's the case. Yeah, <laughs> it would probably help if I understood or if you reminded me of sort of the early days of the orchard because you were instrumental in those early days with the property, I think. I wouldn't say that I was instrumental, but I was definitely uh, invited to come along on the, on the uh, search for the property for whatever reason. Maybe it was the time of my life or whatever. Uh, I was present in Montana when, uh, part of the time that mom and dad were looking for the perfect property. And I think as dad tells it, he basically said to mom, you go do all the work yeah. and find <laughs> one or two places. And then I'll, I'll weigh in, mm-hmm. but I don't want to be looking at property all over. <laughs> and they had, <laughs> they had defined a particular area, uh, I think within about 20 miles of Kalispell or something mm-hmm. of the lake that they would be open to property. And they, uh, used a real estate agent that they had a very personal relationship yeah. with anyway. Mm-hmm. Hazel. Hazel was the um, real estate agent, and she had been the brand new wife of a forester that worked with dad mm-hmm. in, uh, in Kellogg, uh, Kingston, Idaho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think, uh, I think mom had taken Hazel sort of under her wing when she came to the ranger station where wow. we lived. Time marched on, and there they found themselves both back in Cal in Kalispell at the same yeah. time. And Hazel was selling real estate, so it was that was a pretty special uh, part of finding the property. And and Hazel, I think, had a really good understanding of what uh, how this was going to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I went with mom uh, on at least one trip where I uh, where we where we drove and. And I, don't, I think it was just the two of us. I, I don't know whether Hazel had given her the addresses or whatever, but it seems like it was just the two of us. So this would have been in 80, like the early summer of 83, uh-huh. I think, uh, where we we drove down to these uh, undeveloped un, uh, properties uh, on the lake and kind of tromped around and, and tried to imagine what it would be like to have this be the summer property. And, um, you know, I don't think 
and maybe we looked at three of them that day, and I don't think any of them sort of appealed enough or, or mom might have said, as, as I'm sure you could remember, oh, I don't think that your dad would like mm-hmm. this or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. this, yeah. <laughs> this, this, uh, this is too steep or this is, is uh, you know, too shady or whatever the, the reason yeah. was. But um, so, so later when, when Hazel said, hey, you know, there's a property, it's outside the defined range that you gave me, but I really think you should look at this is how, how I've heard that uh-huh. story. They found the property that they ended up buying and I was not, I was not involved in that. Uh-huh. Okay. Except that I think that they, I think they purchased it uh, in the end, in the fall, maybe the end of October. You, you maybe know the facts, but uh, I think I must've come with my husband at the time, Dan, for Christmas. And we went down to the lake and um, saw the property in the snow is what I remember. <laughs> and we may have made a fire in the fire pit oh my right gosh. Down on the shore of the yeah. lake and stood around there in the cold um, and just sort of soaked in the ambience yeah. of, the, and now, <laughs> of the place. When you, when you were there, describe that. Were there buildings on the property? Yeah. Were there, so, uh, yeah. the trees were there, of course, but, or the, yeah. the cherry trees were there, but. Yeah, I think of the property in sort of three uh, different environments, let's say. At the very edge of the lake and up about 100 feet is a forest of pine trees. Mm-hmm. Kind of sparse, but there's right along the edge of the lake, there's six or seven big pine yeah. trees. And then there's more as you march up the hill. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the cherry orchard. And there's 40 trees, let's say, maybe, what would you say, 10 feet apart. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then you get to the county road and you cross over the road. And then there's a, a, a much more, I don't know, what would you call that? A, not a high desert climate, but more, much more of a open area that dad then planted with more pine yeah. trees to make a screen from the highway. But each one of these levels and you're and you're going up the hill away from the mm-hmm. lake and each one of those those areas uh was real different yeah yeah and and in terms of buildings i think the only building that was on the property was a kind of log cabin mm-hmm. structure that was right at the edge of the lake just a one room 10 by 12 feet not very big yep. maybe somebody stayed in you know i think for the most part in our time there, it's been storage, right. but, but, uh, some of us have slept in it. <laughs> it wasn't, it uh-huh. has been a guest yes, room right. or a guest cabin. <laughs> so it still exists today. This, this building. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the only, uh-huh. that's, I think that's the only one. I don't even think there was a pump oh, house really? because I think the, yeah. I think the property was part of a larger piece and the pump house was on the, on the piece that was next, that turned out to be next door when they subdivided okay. it to sell. Okay. But then pretty soon, that's probably the first thing that got built was, was the, the pump house to get some water mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. on the opposite order yes. from the cabin. Yeah. Huh. yeah. And Of course, it's way different. Yes, now. it is. It is way different. <clears throat> and what about the property above, which you just described as high desert? I mean, thinking about it as sort of a bare, mm-hmm. a bare um, meadow, maybe, would be mm-hmm. a, that's a, good, that's a, a way good. to yeah. call it. Um, t- uh, that property, didn't you... And that wasn't really part of the parcel. Didn't you purchase that? 
Actually, it was part of what mom and dad purchased. And they, and I, you know, I was thinking about why this came about, but uh, husband at the time and I somehow decided that we would like to own property and that um, we would buy that part of it, uh, which, which is a separate parcel, but it was included in the purchase that mom and dad made, uh, buy that from mom and dad. And so they, we created a payment plan sort of thing. And we, and we paid them, I don't know, $200 a month or something like Mm -hmm. that to buy this quarter acre, third of an acre. I don't know. Um, all, I can't even tell you how big it, how big it is, but anyway, um, I don't know whether we, maybe we were doing it for tax purposes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or maybe we were doing it because we were imagining building a house that, that, that would have been, would that have been 84 or, and that's a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. So you're in, (laughs) what you were envisioning then may not be real or or hasn't turned out to be reality, but that's right. And then when Dan and I separated, we, um, that was, that was, I think before even or in the process of separating, I think it was important to disconnect him from the property. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so we, we, uh, putting quotes around this, sold it back to okay. mom and dad. Okay. You know? Yeah. I see. Okay. So. And so that year you were there in, in December, which is really different than the summer times that you then yeah. spent many years. Uh, I mean, you still do this, you still go there for summer, but it, with your, the time it was purchased until recently where you had more time to spend there would you mm-hmm. say you went was that 25 years that you would spend two weeks at the cherry orchard or a week okay so from 83 that would be 37 years and it's been the last four years five years maybe that we have been able to spend more than two weeks wow. So I'm sure I'm sure in the very beginning it probably wasn't even two weeks because I got three weeks of vacation, three to four weeks of vacation from my mm-hmm. job and had other things to to spend yeah. that on. I can't remember going down to the the only other time I can remember going down to the lake on a visit to uh, mom mm-hmm. and dad between that very first winter and five. Oh. Years ago, <laughs> oh no! When there was one time we went uh, for Christmas in about two thousand and eight or so, um, we did we committed a skiing trip. Yeah. But otherwise, we didn't. We I didn't really go to the lake in the winter. The, the one time I can I can remember, and this my memory is pretty faulty sometimes. This may just be inspired by a photo that I saw, but when the house was uh, started. And a foundation was poured, which I think was in the fall. I uh, have this memory of the snow around the concrete foundation. Oh. There weren't any walls or anything. Wow. Like I said, that could just be a photo that I yeah. saw. And I'm putting myself there. But uh, it's possible that there was a Christmas visit that we went down to see what was yeah. going on. Yeah. Let's say. At 80, but that would have been 90 or, yeah, 1990 probably or early ninety one. 1990, probably the end of 90, okay. when the house was, the foundation was built. So you yeah. have a memory of, I have very little memories of this also. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you during all this time. I don't you know where I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I came there in the summer. I do remember that. But I remember very little about a time when between 1983 or 84 and 19. 
89. That's that sort of a period of time where there were no other structures except, uh, except the except. trailer where mom and dad must have parked the trailer. Mm-hmm. And then they stayed in that trailer. And then they ended mm-hmm. up building the shed for mm-hmm. Grandma Bell. I remember that, but I don't even remember exactly what the trailer have been, where the garage is now. Was the shed located where it is now? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's one of the things that I've been, I thought, well, maybe I should get out photos and try to remind myself of, of how, how it was. My memory is that the, the first time they brought a trailer down, they parked it approximately where the shed uh-huh. is now. That, that we also sometimes, I think mom used to call it the knee right. house, right. Um, which some people said stood, me stood for Melissa and mm-hmm. Ellen, the, the first grandchildren that were young in those days and, and came to stay. But I always thought me meant Mary and Emerson. So <laughs> <laughs> I also remember that initial for the me house. It gets referred to uh-huh. once in a while. And I thinking about, our mother's characteristics, I don't think she would have called it after herself. <laughs> so, but I can yeah. see my sister, Jamie, our, our older sister, Jamie, uh-huh. uh, calling okay. it either Mary and Emerson's yeah. house or Melissa and Ellen's mm-hmm. house. And conveniently, it worked for both. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and it would be like yes. her to it, assign yes. a name to it. And we would all yes. adopt it. Yes, that's right. <laughs> So, so I remember that they parked this, and so this is, this is one of dad's mm-hmm. stories, okay. I know, but this trailer on the, uh, on the property down there. And, uh, and I, and I think I was visiting with them and, and, you know, remember that they had a house in right. town so that right. I don't think they, they spent long periods like overnights mm-hmm. there very mm-hmm. much, but probably when Melissa and Ellen were staying or when somebody was coming, maybe they would stay for a long weekend or whatever, but they always had to go back and take care of their house and their garden. Yeah. Plantation, <laughs> the <laughs> tree plantation in town. Yeah. Um, but we, I remember sitting in this trailer and it was a pretty small mm-hmm. trailer at a little dinette set and a teeny little bathroom and thinking, uh, how's this going to yeah. work with even five people? using this bathroom in the trailer that would have been the only bathroom that's that's probably why they parked the trailer down there too is because there wasn't any place else to go so then shortly after that i think they decided that they needed a more substantial and additional bathroom and they built that shed and i think the trailer then moved further up the hill and the shed went in and and i think maybe it's there because that's where the septic septic tank tank is Huh. And it was convenient to, to line those up. And when was that? Oof, I don't know. Yeah. 80, 85? Well, 86? by 80, I mean, 84, we were there, right? We, at least, mm-hmm. at least some of us were there. Mm-hmm. And of course, dad keeps a list of all this. And we right. will we'll check in with him about that. But yeah, we that just, would yeah. have been, uh, well, you probably had a spouse at that time. I didn't until the following. I mean, Steve might have come in 84, but I'm going to guess we didn't come till 85 together. Um, mm-hmm. um, Jamie and Roy and two daughters. So what do we have? Four, eight, 
eight, John, he, he would have met Mary in 85. So I, but I don't think, I don't know exactly when she came for the first time. We'll find out soon. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're already talking 10 people, 10 plus people, plus Grandma Bell. Would she have been there that first summer? Mom's mom? I'm, I'm going to guess that if she was there, she was staying in Kalispell and came for the day. Okay. Okay. Yeah. On, yeah, day trips. Either mom would bring her or, or she would bring herself maybe, or, you know, somebody else would bring her. I, I, I don't think uh, the, the me house was built for her to start okay. with, but it became a good place for her to stay. I think as, as time went on now, now don't forget also about the main structure that we all remember so yes. fondly. And that was that summer kitchen. Do you remember uh, when deck, that was built? Deck porching. I don't have a date yeah. for you, but it must've been about that same okay. time. I know it was there in eighty. Nine. Yeah, that's when I remember and it. Probably in eighty-eight. Yeah, probably. Don't you think it was more than more than a couple? That of I do not remember. That's yeah, part of what I yeah. don't remember. I do remember the nineteen eighty-nine hailstorm, <laughs> and that we were on that structure, sitting on that structure, either after it, before it, during it. I'm not sure, but I do remember mm-hmm. that structure was. I thought it was fairly clever had walls that collapsed and covered a kitchen area. Does that sound right? Mm-hmm. Right. And, yep. Um, yep. you know, other than that, I don't remember very much about it or using it. I think my at that time that mom would have done most of the cooking, but maybe you remember otherwise. You know, uh, listening to Andrews um, and your discussion the other day, you implied that mom did all the cooking and, and I was thinking to myself, could that be? So I'm, I'm betting that if Jamie was there, she definitely was doing some cooking. But you're right. I don't remember planning Mm-mm. meals, cooking, especially cooking for Mm-mm. a crowd at Mm-mm. all then. So, yeah, we probably didn't give mom enough credit for <laughs> feeding the horse. <laughs> So I remember some college friends joined us in my call. Three college friends came to the orchard in, in 1985. So that's interesting. They would have stayed in a tent. They wouldn't have been, they would have anyway stayed in a tent, even if they came today. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, right. they wouldn't have had a, a bathroom unless that shed was already built. I'm thinking that it came along pretty uh-huh. quickly. Okay. okay. Well, we'll, but, we'll check in. Yeah. With, Here's some ideas. Yeah, we'll, we need a timeline, mm-hmm. don't a we? Timeline <laughs> and some visuals. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, so here's a couple of other things about that that uh, deck and what I always called the summer kitchen. Mm-hmm. But um, that summer of '89, in my memory, was really bad weather. Mm. It was cold. Not, it was cold. It was windy. It rained. It hailed. <laughs> it was covered by these fold-down uh, wooden panels on the kitchen end. But then they, the dad, put up these fiberglass oh, things, you know, as as a as a cover over some of the rest of it. And then that summer when the weather was so bad, I mean, I just have really strong memories of sitting around in our 
Yes. And hats and gloves, you know, being cold, but we didn't have any place else to go. So we were cold, but uh, then hanging up tarps (laughs) around the edge of it to to keep the wind out, you know, and, and I don't know, uh, we played like Trivial Pursuit Hmm. and, and other games with the adults and the few kids Mm -hmm. that were there. So we must have sat around we might have seen lanterns or yeah. I don't know, maybe there was an electric lights hanging around. I don't, I don't remember Christmas lights or no. anything like that, but maybe. What about Uncle Jim mm-hmm. and his side or yeah. Dolores? Were they coming by this point? I'm sure that Uncle Jim was coming at some some section of the summer. And, and I'm guessing that Dolores did. Roxy. <laughs> yeah. So we'll find out from dad sort of these details um, mm-hmm. of, of the the participants, but gosh, <laughs> the benefit yes. of his documentation. Yes, really. Thank goodness. Uh, I'll not think of many summers where the weather was uh, confined us indoors. Yep, I that's can, true. I can remember yeah. maybe an event like an uh, wedding anniversary that we celebrated, right? <laughs> or some event where we had to move inside the garage after the garage mm-hmm. was built. This one year, I I also. You know, remember this, this other in coats and, and I don't know if it was one day or if it, as you recall, it was many days for that summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, and it would be interesting to find out if there was a cherry crop. We managed to pick any because of the yeah. hail and the, I was going to say it's, it's, uh, it's, it's that memory that, that's with me because I used it as the kids were growing up and, <laughs> and Steve was starting to come. To say, when you're packing, be sure you put in some <laughs> warm pants and a warm, you know, long pants and a warm jacket because they always remember the yeah. summer as being, they put their swimming suits on when they get there and, th- and then they don't take them off, you know. Oh, that's funny. And they did, and, and they would, they would just look at me as the older they got, they just look at me like I was uh-huh, nuts. Uh-huh. Why would we want to bring our sweatshirts and our raincoats and our down parkas oh. when it's always so nice? <laughs> Ah, oh, but you aren't there. <laughs> right, way right back in the day. <laughs> That's great. That's a great story. I do know that year that my college friends came, we went to the campground with the cherries. The yeah. cellar? We went, we took the pickup truck with cherries. I don't know if we had a huge crop and they weren't all selling on the highway or we thought, hey, here's a market we can uh, mine. And uh, I remember Anne and Mary Kay. Um, in the car or the pickup truck and out of the back of the pickup truck we tried to sell these little cherries I don't know how successful it was or not so one of the things that I think I recall about the earlier days is that we didn't always come at the same time Mm. and so it wasn't quite the reunion at least for long periods of time that we're used to now and that I might be there or at at the time, Dan and I might be there, or I may be there alone after 85. Mm-hmm. Um, just with, with mom and dad, or maybe Uncle Jim was there, or maybe somebody else was there. But uh, I remember with mom putting, similar to your story, putting cherries in the back of the pickup and going to the farmer's market oh. in Kalispell. But just yeah. once. And I don't think it was particularly successful. Yeah. So we said, yeah, okay, we'll do that we'll again. Do that, again. <laughs> that sounds right. We won't do that again. <laughs> and I don't remember much about setting up on the highway to sell them until, until the little shed was built. 
which and I don't know when that yeah. was either. Yeah, the cherry shed. That, but some of the orchards on the west side, you know, start with just a table and a tablecloth, right? right? I don't remember uh-huh. that we did that. That's May- but we might have put, we might have parked the Maybe we there. I don't know. I don't remember that. We put up yeah. a sign. Yeah. Wow. I don't think I, I think, see, this is probably what, because Jamie was closer. Mm-hmm. She was probably behind a lot of the, <laughs> the things that we, we came to accept, you know, signs. Yes, and, yes for sure. And, uh, you know, how is, are we going to have a stand? Or are we going to use a, a table with a canopy or whatever? I can imagine her just while we're memorializing her that she spent many uh, an hour i'll check in with roy about this uh, visualizing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and scheming to improve the the, the whole process you know i just uh-huh. i mean i think of things now that we joke about things like the paint cans under the picnic table right ranks, you know little things that well you know we have to raise this up or you know we have a long table on the back deck that's where we're going to uh-huh. eat or you know right. anyway I do I do uh, I do imagine that that's part of her uh-huh. Uh-huh. contribution to the cherry yeah. orchard the whole process yeah. I mean I just always think of her as the the consigliere <laughs> the advisor that you know she would be the one that dad a bomb would have consulted about this or that mm-hmm. and or mm-hmm. um or she would offer her yeah. opinion I, without I, me I go with the second <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe and both. i think they would listen to her too i mean i think definitely she, yeah, that's, I that's what i mean yeah, is that yeah. she was their trusted yes, advisor and, sure. and the rest of us well i don't know about yeah. john but i would say you and i mm-hmm. we might have made a suggestion mm-hmm. offhand suggestion here and there and maybe it was considered but we yeah. just didn't have that that Yes, right, right. We miss you dearly. We do miss you dearly, sister. So uh, remembering the development of the property, do you remember the house and the construction of the house or what you did? I know everyone. This would have been the uh, mostly the summer of 91. Mm -hmm. I think it was under underway. I can't remember when it was actually started. So it might've been the winter of 90, 91, but I have another way of look of dividing up the time that we've spent at the lake. So for me, it was before kids and after kids. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have to have a post kids right. thing now because they're not, they're not kids, kids anymore. Yeah. But <laughs> or children mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyway. And so uh, 91, when much of the work was being done, was the year I was pregnant with Jack. Okay. And uh, it was also my 20th high school reunion. So I remember, and I was single. And so I drove uh, from California up to Salmon, where I had graduated from high school, for the reunion. (laughs) And uh, I attended whatever events there were there for a day or a night or something and then I drove, I drove from Salmon to Hamilton, and Jamie and Roy were living in Hamilton, and I picked up their dog, no. Libby, oh from the kennel, brought her to the lake, because they were in Puerto Rico, I think, oh. on a vacation. And they were coming back, but this way we could get poor old Libby out of the kennel yeah. a couple of days or a week or something yeah. early, and she could come hang out at the lake. And if you remember Libby, this, this uh, tank-like... Uh, yellow yes, lab right. 
uh, very mellow dog. She did not like the water. So I'm sure that coming to the lake was no big deal for her. (laughs) That was not in her to-do list. It was not a defining moment for her life. Unlike many other dogs that we have experienced. Would you have had your dogs? Also at that uh-huh. point, so you would yeah. have had two yeah. two dogs that you uh-huh. brought that with loved you. Being yes. in, yeah, oh that gosh. loved being in the la- at yeah. the lake. So anyway, we all went to the lake. And then um, I recall the basement is unfinished, but covered. And so I think mom and dad were able to sleep in their bedroom. Oh. And the kitchen was mostly done i don't think it had real countertops yet but it had plywood or something Uh, and i think there were appliances in that and we were doing that's or i was involved in doing well there's two things that i three things that i remember one was mom was painting the doors and so i helped her paint doors Mm. at least for one day that's that was one thing and then we were putting the siding on the walls, and my job, I don't know why this was, maybe I volunteered, was to put the siding on the wall underneath the deck um, uh, closest to or between the side of the house that faces west and oh. the, where the hot tub oh. was. So it, it was, climb it was a very un- yeah, it was oh. a very uncomfortable thing. And, you know, good thing I was only three months or four months <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> it would have been harder, but... <laughs> And maybe I chose it because nobody would go yeah. there and inspect my work or right. something. You know? Or nobody else wanted to do it, for heaven's sake. <laughs> well, yeah. probably, yeah. Ew. And then the third thing that I worked on with Dad was putting the, and this, I mean, this one is so appropriate, um, was put it, was building the railing around the, the big deck on ah, the lakeside yeah. of the house. Uh-huh. And we were planning out, he, he knew how he wanted to design it. So he wanted to put vertical one by ones or whatever they uh-huh. are every so often under the railing mm-hmm. d- down to the, the bottom part of that. And so we spent a lot of time doing the math on how many pieces we need, how, uh, you know, how, how far apart yes. they should be, how long they should be. And so, I, and I just remember one of his friends sitting there while we were working <laughs> on it, shaking his head about all the calculations <laughs> that we were going through. I'm, I'm sure that another way to go about this would have been to just start putting them up. <laughs> yes, right. Now, why were you, why did you say that was appropriate for you to be doing well, because, uh, yes, we weren't going by any code or anything. We were just estimating what would be the, the right amount of, this is, has to do with the space between these yeah. slats. As we found quite soon after <laughs> that, the slats were far enough apart for small children to fit through. <laughs> and at least one child, maybe two or three. <laughs> We're on the outside of the deck where they should Now, I remember giving Clark. The, giving I remember Clark attack. out there. Was one of your children out there as well? Uh-huh. No, not uh, not mine that I know uh-huh. of, but they might wow. do it. I, wow. um, I was thinking of Keaton, oh. but maybe Keaton was the one that maybe ran off the, the summer kitchen deck uh, or something okay. in a... In a, in a stroller or a, a stroller or something. Yeah. Okay. One of those walkers, yes, yeah. yeah. Somebody yeah. did. But yeah, at least Clark. Yes, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think there was also a dog that, oh that was on the leash that <gasps> went through there. And the leash sort of 
caught him, so he was dangling her. She, she was dangling to somebody. Because oh how far? Gosh. Yeah, how far would you say that deck is probably? Oh gosh, 15, yeah, feet yes. off the ground. It would hurt if you <laughs> fell off, and could possibly, <laughs> I mean, a baby or a child. Yeah, exactly. Right? Oh my gosh, it was bad. Anyway, so so the slats. I don't think we fixed it since up. we have no <laughs> no young young ones anymore. Well, we do now. We do yeah. have. Yeah, they're starting, yeah, starting, starting over. over again. Wow. Yeah. And so that, uh, so that part of the summer, you were helping with the building of the house, the construction of the house. Would that have been completed by the next summer? So it would have been. Yes, because, yeah, they, they sold their house in Kalispell and moved in like the 10th of December okay. or the, something okay. like that of 91. <laughs> and Jack was born on the 23rd. Oh. So they, they moved in and then immediately came down to stay oh, with me to help me out when cool. Jack was oh, born. Cool. Yeah, so I can tie those, you know, those dates yes, over the front of my mind. Yes. Being pregnant this summer oh and gosh. then having them get get moved in and, and immediately come yeah, down. Yeah, very, very good. Wow, 91. And then after that, do you remember, or at the same time, by 91, was there, you know, a processing table? <laughs> For the cherries, <laughs> had we stopped? At one point, we were washing cherries up at the highway. Right. I remember that. And I, mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure why that was done, uh, why we didn't bag them. I think we just took boxes of cherries up to the stand. We did. And then bagged them up there based on someone's mm -hmm. maybe choice, what kind of, how many they wanted. We had the scale up right. there as well. That's another tradition that anybody coming to visit would be a little um, shocked by. <laughs> yes, or or, uh, or amused by, let's say, the, the uh, baby scale that mom and dad would have got when Jamie was born and, and followed all of their children and grandchildren. Yes, yeah, so from the 1950s, Jamie would have been born mm -hmm. in 1951, a mm -hmm. pink metal baby scale. <laughs> <laughs> that's currently used still 60 years later, six, almost 70 mm -hmm. years later, 70 years, later, yeah. to weigh bags of cherries. And at some point, and boxes, and boxes right? Mm -hmm. And at some point, maybe, maybe not that long ago, someone started using a Sharpie to, maybe this isn't still the case, but I remember Sharpie mm -hmm. being written directly on mm -hmm. the scale <laughs> <laughs> to help the multitudes who were putting <laughs> creating the <Yes>. bags <laughs> cherries into a bag know how many uh -huh. how many pounds they should put in a bag mm -hmm. or what the cost mm -hmm. is one or the other i don't know mm -hmm. um, so yes that's that's true that is quite the artifact and still in and use. still in why, use yeah why change something that works <laughs> <laughs> so that went up so to I'm, the cherry stand yeah, yeah right so yeah, so so we took the boxes of cherries up there. I'm, I bet this is what other people were doing at the time too. Just take the the, the box of cherries and then weigh out whatever somebody requested. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think the washing came along because remember that for part of that time in the '90s, um, they were reconstructing the highway, mm, and it was so dusty, dusty up there. Right. There was so much construction. Right. Not very pleasant. Yeah. Oh, well, there, but... the cherry stand itself is really a four by four, would you say? Is it even that big? 
Well, I think I have the measurements because we've talked about replacing okay. it. And, you know, it might be slightly bigger than four by four. It might be four by six, let's say. It might be the size of a piece of plywood. Ah, uh, that would make that sense. Would yeah, yeah. Me. Four by eight, maybe. So one of the, I mean, it is also very ingenious design with a with a shelf that folds down. And uh, the whole thing closes up at night and uh, sort of an awning that's created by the closing of the, the window part. Anyway, it's hard to, mm-hmm. hard to explain. Yeah. And that shelf holds now the bags of cherries that, that uh, customers would want to buy. But it really, I mean, there's kind of a, there's been kind of a tradition up at the cherry stand. At one point, it was the purview of my mother's mother, my own. And my father's sister-in-law, Dolores, that was their contribution to the cherry orchard was to staff the the cherry stand. And by doing that, they also would set the rules at the cherry stand. (laughs) (laughs) Thereby, I didn't have anything to do with it. (laughs) Somebody else's rule. I do recall my mother trying to give them a break at lunchtime or (laughs) with her, you know, floppy straw hat on and uh, Mm -hmm. going up to the cherry stand. But I think she also stayed away from them, Uh, allowed them to rule the the roost, Mm -hmm. essentially. I think she liked early days when it was, that was her job was basically to run that. She liked going mm-hmm, up and talking mm-hmm. to people and all that. But, but I can sort of guess that she that was such a gracious person in her own understated mm-hmm. way that if this was something they wanted to do and it was a good place for them to contribute, go yeah, for it. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And she would support however, however she could, but you know, I'll find something else yeah. to do and I'm, I'm sure she had plenty of other things. <laughs> right. <to do. laughs> well, I think that what I remember too is that the the little ones would mm-hmm. love the cherry stand. I mean, any place where there's an exchange of money and there's, you know, mm-hmm. people driving in, the little ones would love to go up and be salespeople. And some of us were uh, keen on that. That was not a problem. But um, mm-hmm. for, I think, Grandma Bill and and Dolores, who took their jobs very seriously, <laughs> having a five-year-old, you know, wave <laughs> cars down, wave at the and, truck, yeah, try to get the trucks to beep their horns, and then you know, mm-hmm. I think that was a li- they that was more than they could, um, or or I shouldn't say more than they could bear. They they did train a number of mm-hmm. uh, salespeople up there, younger salespeople, but those salespeople may not have come back a second time. I, I, <laughs> it wasn't necessarily a welcoming place because, you know, it had to be done a certain way. That's how I remember mm-hmm. it now. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting mm-hmm. to hear someone like Abby or um, mm-hmm. Roxy's sons talk about that process. Because mm-hmm. they were more enthusiastic mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. I, I think Andrew had a few comments, but he was circumspect yes well and uh, <laughs> yeah also i think for him it was a way to get away from mm-hmm. uh, yeah i like that comment. yeah and he and <laughs> you know crowd. the crowd yeah so it had sort of a different um that would have been way after grandma bell was gone right because she died in 1998 so he wasn't going up there to read by himself until teenage years so that would have been mm-hmm. you know a number of years later anyway the cherry stand is uh, its own 
adventure. And when you divide things into parts, which is interesting to me, you divided the, the land. You, you think of the <laughs> land as three parts and then the timing as three parts. And I can imagine that there are um, particular parts, maybe you've done this, of the cherry orchard and cherry crop and the cherry sales. The operation. The operation. <laughs> Have you divided that into a, a number of parts as well? Yeah, Have you? I think oh. so, you know. I, th- I think there's the picking. Mm-hmm. There's the, as you've been calling, processing, mm-hmm. the bagging and, and uh, packaging, um, washing and all that stuff. And then there's the sales uh-huh. and accounting sort of function. And then lately, because I am staying longer there, um, there's the aftermath. I was going to say the cleanup. <laughs> clean up but there's there's other parts of it too but you know it's it's there's putting everything away but also uh, thinking about okay uh, how did this work or did we start too soon Mm, did we start mm, too late yeah yeah. (laughs) here's another um way of looking at this with my divisions and there's being at the lake when there's only a couple of people mm-hmm. around, either just mom and dad, or maybe like when, when you and I have been there at the mm-hmm. same time, or uh, Mother's Day, maybe when we used to try to come yeah. at the same time or whatever, uh, is so different than being there at the height of the picking and processing yeah. and all that when there might be 20 to 40 people. Right. right? It's just so I, I do, div- I divide. Um, I did in my memories that way mm-hmm. too. And did your boys for, get to do sort of off season? You remember winter? Did they end up staying with grandma and granddad some for some period of time? Yeah, there were a couple of summer, <clears throat> summers where they came up by themselves, or probably they flew, flew up early up or, a couple of yeah. times. But I, but you know, I think the fondness of their memories uh, had to do with the activities with the cousins more than just the, oh boy, we'd get to be on the lake and go swimming every day. I Mm -hmm. think it was more about they, because they had this group of older boy Mm -hmm. cousins Mm -hmm. that were, I don't know, maybe six Mm -hmm. of them that were Mm -hmm. older, but not too much Mm -hmm. older. Mm -hmm. So, so there was so much, so much fun that they had with this group of cousins. And they, I think it's, maybe it's like the people that went to summer camp every year the whole idea of meeting up again after a mm-hmm. long time and re- resuming or altering the friendships. Yeah. I think, I think that was really, really a special part of their growing yeah. up. Yeah. Um, so going up by themselves wasn't quite as, um, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think, I think, uh, think uh, grandma and granddad try to, occupy them and, and and took them to do special things and you were talking to Andrew about fishing mm-hmm. I don't think Jack or Casey could had any right. interest in sitting right. in sitting in a boat same fishing, with Isaac yeah fishing. exactly and even in those days going on a hike on on a wild horse island or or going up to the park and hiking wasn't something that they would be clamoring right. to do right but I think the older they've gotten they just sort of like oh you know just all these things are here and, <laughs> and we can do them <laughs> well, we can, we'll do them now you know why didn't we do them now oh yeah we were we were more interested in in wearing our snorkels and hunting for 
you know, Creatures. things that we hid under the rocks or something. <laughs> yes, right. right. <laughs> that is interesting, too, because I think the cherry orchard during the, the season mm-hmm. has a very strong social appeal to you. You know, that mm-hmm. that's something that you you look forward to being with all of the cousins and and all of the, the people that come. So that's partly too this, you know, the orchard defining, even though you have a strong social circle at home, there's something about the family connections that you, that you, Mm -hmm. that are very appealing to you. Is that, Mm -hmm. is that right? I think um, mostly it's right. But as I think about it, I wonder if my motivation is tradition and uh, curiosity and even the sense that everybody every, seems to be ha- almost everybody seems to be happy to be there. So occasionally there would have been a teenager that would have preferred <laughs> to be anywhere else, and maybe a spouse that w- wasn't really getting into this this year, or, or you know just couldn't handle thirty mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. talking at the same time right, or whatever. Right. But you know, I think I think that's just part of that's that's part of my memory is there's always lots of people and lots of things to talk about and um, things that we could be doing. And, and it's just fun. And, and I, and I have to say that this last summer we spent seven weeks. Mm-hmm. It's the longest mm-hmm. yet. And there's just something special about waking up in the morning. So this is when there's nobody else there <laughs> or very few other waking up in the morning and not, and just, being able to sit and enjoy a cup of coffee. I yeah. don't think that happens very much when there's so much that, to do when it's time, you know, we got to get right, going, right, pick the cherries right. and yeah, and all that. So, so it, it is, it is a really nice lifestyle if you're um, not picking cherries <laughs> <laughs> and the, and if the weather's good, July and August, July and and August September. Yeah. And I haven't been there much in September, yeah. so maybe someday I'll get to yes, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell you, uh, we did go back in October, and it wasn't very nice. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna... yeah, I'm spoiled. <laughs> All right. Do you remember now? So, Dad, of course, keeps track of many, many things, but I mm-hmm. don't remember conversations with Mom so much about when the the lake became kind of the haven for all the Emerson mm-hmm. side uh, and then additional people as well. But, mm-hmm. but the bulk of the people there are the Emerson relatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, when that happened, did, did they, did mom and dad kind of realize that it be, it was, um, you know, it was turning into sort of an annual family reunion. I mean, I don't know that they planned it that way, or maybe they did. I don't recall any explicit conversations about that and I always describe it when I talk about this thing we do every summer how it was an unexpected benefit I think for mom and dad to buy this I say they bought the property so that dad would have something to do in his retirement and it turned into this annual family reunion that just delighted them Mm -hmm. and now we he can't I'm sure and I can hardly either imagine it otherwise Yeah. Yeah. I, so I don't think it was, I certainly don't think it was in their minds when they bought the property. I think that they had discussed, uh, mom in particular, you know, someday I'd really like to have a place on the lake. 
and uh, and I think what he's told me more recently is that they always assumed it would just be a summer, oh. you know, sort of week a weekend place. Oh. They didn't have any intention of moving there permanently. Oh, seriously, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so ask him about mm-hmm, that. But mm-hmm. um, and then as it got to closer to to ninety one. And because he said, you know, if we were going to be down here full time, we would have had a bigger house. <laughs> even even though I've also heard him say that for 50 weeks out of the year, it's just the two of us. Right. And uh, and then for two weeks, there might be a lot more people. And either way, a house could hold all it, the it just people. Wouldn't make, right, yeah, right. it wouldn't make sense to have a big house with mm-hmm, the two of us mm-hmm. 50 weeks a year. Right. So um, in that way okay, but, but he's also said, you know, we built this house just for the mm-hmm. two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I th- I've also heard him say that it got to be such a drain on them having two places oh. and driving back and forth and trying to maintain mm-hmm. both of them, that they decided they could only have one and and then they they ch- chose the lake and sold the house in town. Yeah. Because I think they really loved their house in town. Yes, too. right, right. Well, they had built that to their... Mm-hmm. their likings or had you know mm-hmm. what about your your feelings about your um your kids do you anticipate that they will continue to make time for the the cherry orchard well i <laughs> think uh they certainly have in the 6 to 8 years of their adulthood mm-hmm. Um, as I said, I think that it so defines us, uh, all each of us individually and separately, or in, individually and as a family, that July and, and on the lake and, and the cherry cherry season is, is really built into our, our life styles. Um, but I can imagine that uh, their lives will get more complicated if they meet partners and have children mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. move further away than they are. That remains to be seen, yeah. how they manage that. Yeah. I thought you were going to get at, uh, which is the scary thing for me, is when it's their turn to own the property, potentially collectively, how's that going to yeah. work? Because yeah. you know, there's so many in that generation yeah. and then it just gets worse. Yeah. It's, or we'll get worse. It's going to, it will be, mm-hmm. it could be a very complicated mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. process. Again, I'm going to go back to this defining um, your life because that's really, you know, monumental for me to have, to be able mm-hmm. to say that. I mean, I think it's, that's a real, I admirable, of course, but I also think it's, you know, that, maybe determined, you know, conversations and you didn't have to convince your children to get in the car as we used to, to, to go (laughs) for our drive to Montana. (laughs) Also, maybe it, it has a lot to do with their connection with the cousins and the social part of that. Mm -hmm. Because I think both of Mm -hmm. your sons are very, very social. What about Steve? started coming do you know what year he started coming 95 was the first summer that he came so so interesting I mean in terms of the history he was married before me um, and he and his 
wife at that time and another couple who are really good friends of ours all ended up in Montana uh, the summer of 91, that same famous summer. And um, you must have been around Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that summer because that was also the year that dad bought a sailboat, a big 20, 22 foot or 24 foot sailboat. Not Maybe that's not huge, but anyway, it was Seemed bigger huge. than what he had. <laughs> yeah, because he had a little inflatable sailboat uh-huh, before uh-huh. that. This was much bigger. And, uh, and sorry, that's the summer of 92 uh-huh. because Jack was a baby. Mm-hmm. So he was, he was six months old, let's say. And um, so, so, so Steve and, and this other group of people came that same summer and camped out mm. and uh, spent some time. I don't know if we were picking cherries at the time, but they spent some time at the lake, went to the park, went over to Wild Horse Island and and other activities in the summer of 92. So then fast forward to 95, then Steve and I were together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he came up that summer and be sure to ask him about that <laughs> summer because... <laughs> He, he, uh, it was hard for him mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. new to this, um, experience mm-hmm. to have all these people that he didn't know, mm-hmm. um, to get to know. Mm-hmm. And, and I was not a good, um, ambassador or a liaison or, or whatever, because I was doing my own thing that I had always done and continue <laughs> to do when I'm there. <laughs> And so I wasn't helping him and spending very much time with yeah. him. And it was very difficult for him to, to be him. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He enjoyed the kind of activities, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he also has over the 20 years, um, <laughs> 25 years, uh, uh, he still works on where his best fit is and what, what can be his uh, area of expertise mm. and and who you just do without having to check with somebody. Yes, right. <laughs> you know, get permission to do things. And so I think he's he's finding those things. And of course, dad is letting things um, be taken over by others. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Uh, so he's now you know he's he's uh, involved with the yes, bees and right um, some of the building maintenance uh, painting yeah. and you know stuff. So so and I do try to be a <laughs> tiny bit more. Wow. <laughs> spending time so you can you can treat you can teach old dogs new tricks <laughs> it is fun. you might have to hit me over the head a couple times. <laughs> so one one last thought do you have any lasting thoughts about the cherry orchard that you'd like to to share i would love- a really special place i think I, I feel very lucky i think i think we're all lucky to to have it and because we've talked about it in such glowing terms for all these years. And some of our friends have stopped by at different yeah. times. And, um, and I think they appreciate, I think they appreciate why, why it is such a, a deep part of mine and our experience. Um, but it's pretty hard to be the host for people time that the, the cherry operation is happening because there isn't, in my mind, there isn't much time mm-hmm. to just, just to be a good, a good right. host or guide or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really hard for me to leave the mm-hmm. property to go 
to accompany people. I know, you know, other other parts of our family um, often find adventures to do mm-hmm. during that week. But uh, going fishing is really hard for me because I, I love to go fishing. But, oh, my gosh, you're gone for 10 hours, you know, a whole, a whole day. <laughs> and you're missing out on all the things that I want to do while I'm there, which I probably wouldn't be doing anyway. But the idea that I could be swimming or I could be... I could be, uh, you know, gardening. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why it's so hard to leave, I, I'm not sure, but you know, it is. Yeah, it's, have you ever gone as... up to Glacier Park for a day or an overnight when you've been there during cherry season? No, uh, one time John and Mary and Steve and I went. Oh, you did? Uh, up and we did a hike from the top of going to the sun to toward the uh, granite park chalet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, along the garden wall um but the it started to hail <laughs> and you <laughs> learned car park and we couldn't go back oh. down because there was a, a landslide oh, or something i don't know so we ended up and thank goodness john doesn't mind driving for mm-hmm. hours and hours and hours because we ended up having to take the you know go out the east side of the park and then drive all the way around yeah. it took us forever it's <laughs> <laughs> like okay i'm not going up there again <laughs> Wow. Okay. We are going to, we are going to call this quits. Sounds like we could talk again. We might have to do a part two. (laughs) (laughs) Figure out what's, what is there left? Anyway, it's been fun. Thank you for allowing me to reminisce. Oh yeah. It's good for me too. And uh, (laughs) I think, um, I think other people will enjoy hearing some details that you (laughs) gave us. So, (laughs) all right. Okay. Okay. Bye. Many of Nancy's reminiscences are from the early days of the Emerson Orchard. Come back to Cherry Orchard Conversations to hear more. And if you're a friend or family member that have stories about the Cherry Orchard, let me know. Thanks for listening.